Dear listeners, and welcome to another edition of Testify on Eden FM. I am Ingrid Carly Moses. I hope that you've had a blessed week and that whatever it is that you've done, that uh, you are standing firm with your eyes on the Lord. And yes, we're at the start of another week again, and a lot is happening as we're quickly coming again to the end of 2020. Can you believe it? Such a different experience this year. 
but I trust that all of you are well, um, and I thank you for taking the time to tune in this evening. I have guests again in studio this evening, and I'm sure that you're going to learn something uh, from them, and we trust the Holy Spirit to guide our conversation. So I'm going to start off by introducing my first guest. His name is Martijn Imik from Surf's End Surf School. Good evening, Martijn. How are you? I'm very good. Great. I'm very good. And yourself? I'm good, thank you. Really always enjoy this time with the listeners on a Monday night. Martijn, please introduce yourself to the listeners and tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so I'm Martijn. Um, I'm 25 years old. Uh, I was born and raised in George. I uh, went to Otunequa and uh, when I turned 18, I did a gap year where I went to the Philippines. And afterwards, I went to Holland where I studied for four years. And I've been back in George for a year and a half now um, where I started surf ends. And yeah, I'm not planning to go anywhere uh, soon because I love it, yeah. Fantastic. So coming back to your hometown, coming back to plow into the community and yeah, just be where your roots are. So Martin, you started Surf's End. What uh, motivated you to do that and why is that your focus? Um, yeah, so uh, I studied in Holland for that, those four years. And then in the last two years of my studies, I worked for a surf school um, in Holland. And it was really fascinating for me to just see um, how they operate. Um, and yeah, so, so there's these groups that come from, from Germany, um, the adult groups and they'd come, uh, to Holland on, on, on vacation and they would join, uh, these surf camps. And I was able to lead some of these surf camps with, with, uh, with these adults. And it was just amazing to see like the transformation that I could see in people that are not, or that are used to like a nine to five job and that are not, um, that don't get the chance to get into nature as often as I used to do. Um, and it was really cool because the, the camps used to be five days. And then on day one, you could see these people, when they get into the water, it's all new to them and it's this wild experience. And, um, and then as the, as the week progresses, you could see how they just fall in love with the sport and, um, how good it for the, how how good they feel when they are in the water and just the energy they get the smiles the enthusiasm and yeah that just really made it worthwhile for me to do these lessons and then when I got home I went I went back in one December and I, I came back to Vic Bay and I realized there's nothing like it in the garden route um, and I really wanted to share that to the to the greater public. Um, especially in George, where we have such a beautiful scenery. We've got Vic Bay, we've got Wilderness, Herald's Bay, these beautiful beaches. And still so many people don't know about that and know how to enjoy the ocean in the right way. Um, where a lot of people here still fear the ocean. They think of all the rip currents and the things that could go wrong, the sharks and all that. Um, and, and I really thought it's, it would be nice if I can just show people that the ocean isn't a scary place. It's actually a wonderful place where you can just leave all the stresses from your day to day and, and, and just feel refreshed afterwards. Um, so yeah, that was my motivation and that keeps me going every day. And when I do lessons and I see the smiles and, and just how much people enjoy it really, yeah, it makes it all worthwhile. So. 
Fantastic, fantastic. So you you obviously getting um, you know lots of fulfillment yourself from the sport and engaging with your clients. See that as well. Um, you know, I mean, COVID nineteen and this year of twenty twenty obviously has shown us the importance of taking time out and the importance of reconnecting to nature. Um, would you say that is a factor that features greatly in your um, in your uh, lessons that you give? Yes, yes, no, definitely. Um, it's actually funny, like after the restrictions went down to level two, level one, we could start doing lessons again. And we've actually never been as busy as after lockdown, like the first month after lockdown, we, we had record attendance and so many people just wanted to get out of the house and get out in the ocean. And it wasn't just a one-time thing, okay, let's do one lesson. It was like, we do, do one lesson and now we want to have more. We want to experience more of this. So I think COVID's been an amazing like wake up for people to, 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 to get away out of the house and get away from technology and, and, and see what's really important. Um, and how much they really missed getting outside and, and, and exercising and all that. Um, so yeah, no, it's been very important. Mm, fantastic. And I think one thing also, um, if I look also when I take my family out, you know, for a walk on the beach and just being in the ocean is just reminding us to respect the ocean, to respect the earth, to respect the resources that we have. Mm -hmm. Do you find that that is also something that um, sort of gets a change of attitude within your clients? Have you experienced that with them? Yes, yes, no, definitely. Uh, I think we've been so desensitized by technology and being stuck indoors that we don't really care what's going on around us because it's not immediately affecting us in, as, as much. But when you go surfing and you, um, you, you're in the water and you see like a, a plastic bag drift by or you see like just things that shouldn't be in the ocean, it really affects you in a, in a different way because you're immersed in the, in the direct environment. And that really um, like that encourages you to like um, to schedule a beach cleanup or to pick up your own plastic and to think of like, what am I actually putting out in the environment and what can I do to recycle and reuse and, and all that. So I think that that makes a big difference and, and it applies to every sport. I mean, if people go for nature walks, no one wants a dirty walkway or, uh, and yeah, they just want a clean nature that they can just enjoy the fresh air and, and, and all that. That's so true. And thank you um, for that insight. I think it's so important that we get reminded of that um, because we do take for granted our behavior, um, our lifestyle and what we do. That's not only harming ourselves, but harming the earth. Um, and so it being important that we are reminded that uh, there are things in our life that we need to change. And that's certainly the lesson that I try and teach my children, my family, those that I come in contact with when I see their behavior is not in alignment with us preserving uh, resources and life and life, life um, systems. Thank you so much, Martijn, for, for sharing with us. Um, that was Martijn Emig from Surf's End Surf School based at Vic Bay here in the Garden Route. Um, at the end of the program, I'll give Martijn an opportunity to share the contact details. Uh, after the song, we're going to be listening or at least engaging with one of Martin's uh, current students. So we're first going to go to a song and this song is called Let's Go Surfing 
by the drums. Welcome back, dear listeners, and welcome. You are still uh, listening to Testify on Eden FM. I am Ingrid Kylie Moses, and this evening I have the privilege of having not only one, but actually three guests uh, that is uh, that I'm engaging with. You've just listened to Martin Emmick from Surfs in Surf School uh, here in Vic Bay in the Garden Route area, and uh, I'm going to speak now to one of his students, and her name is Delphine Rubenheimer. But Delphine also has a friend of hers uh, with us this evening. She is in the background there, but she's here for moral support. So I mention her and she's Leanne van Niekerk. And Leanne, I say thank you to you for doing the connection with Martijn and Delphine because you told me that there's a story that I have to hear. So thank you, Leanne, for that. Delphine, I'm going to give you an opportunity now to introduce yourself. So this is Delphine Rubenheimer. Hello, Delphine. Hello and good evening listeners. <laughs> I'm Delphine Robenheimer and uh, I'm originally from Holland. I moved from Holland about 13 years ago and I'm married. I'm a stay-at-home mom 
but three children, 11, 13, and a little one of four. And um, last January, I have been diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yes. So it was not only uh, very difficult to going through lockdown with three children, but yeah, while we were on lockdown, I was struggling with chemos and yeah, all of the treatments that came with the breast cancer. Mm. Yeah. So Delphine, you've been on this journey, you know, having discovered your illness um, and being through this very challenging time, but you found your way then during this process, I believe, to Martin Surf School. Um, tell me, give me a bit of background as to how that happened and, and how that's connected to your journey of, of, of discovering your cancer. Okay, so uh, last December we were on a holiday uh, in Jeffreys Bay and my whole family, uh, they all like surfing, my children and my husband. And I always was on the beach, on my chair, watching how much fun they have in the water, but I was never felt the opportunity or the desire to go into the water because I have a big fear of uh, the sea, especially what Martijn was saying with the rip currents. And so I always watched them having fun in the water, but I never participated. I was always sitting watching them. And um, something when um, you are diagnosed with cancer changes where you, um, want to all of a sudden um, talk more to your anxiety from within because I don't want to look at people living and smiling anymore. I want to be part of those people. And um, I think that is the gift that comes with cancer, um, if you may call it that way, is it opens your eyes and it, it um, shows you that you don't want to be lived but you want to live and feel alive. And by doing that, you must say goodbye to your anxieties and your fears. And that is part of when you are bold and bare and you've got one breast off, that's um, what you realize. You have deep, deep conversations with God and you go to your roots and who are you and what are you about and what is your beliefs. And, um, we went to the social worker and um, I then made a promise towards my family and my husband mainly that um, in the give and take conversation, my gift was going to be that I would learn to serve, to participate in the family fun. And not only look at it, but participate in the water actively. And uh, when uh, the social worker was telling me that, I said, no way. I'm not doing that. I'm not going into that sea. But she says it's a gift. So there is no um, um, debating about it. That is your gift towards the family, especially your husband. And they all bought wetsuits and they all went surfing. And I was lying in bed sick most of the times while they were having so much fun. And um, then coming to the end of my treatment, I thought, oh, I can get away with, they haven't been nagging me to go on a board yet. They haven't been asking me, so I thought I could get away with it. And I didn't have to uh, give this uh, promise that I made to them. And then two weeks after my last chemo, blip, the telephone goes and I get a SMS from Leanne and Martijn. 
if I want to join a bodyboarding class. And that was my godly moment where I knew this is not a coincidence. This is God speaking to me, telling me I must do this now. And I must put my fear away and trust in him and go and do this. Wow, that is such a powerful story. So much elements to it there, Delphine. Um, and the fact is that, yes, you know, this, this, this um, turmoil you've got inside of you in terms of, yes, I've made this commitment. Yes, I want to survive. I need to let go of the fears, but actually following through. That's also an important factor in really following through on those commitments you made to your family and to yourself um, and giving yourself that gift uh, of life once again through this activity. Well done on that. Um, you, were speak, you were speaking about two things I want to touch on. One is you were speaking about exposure. You use the word exposure because now you're in a situation where your body has not only been affected by the disease, but it's been transformed because you've lost the breast. And now you're going into the water. I mean, how more exposed can you make your body, you know, to yes. others and yes. in this form? How did that make you feel? And how did you connect with that in the story of your, your recovery and your transition? Well, like I said, the beauty that comes with this uh, very difficult time and, and the difficulties with the disease and treatments, um, you become very bare. Your many things, your hair, your breast, it's all been taken from you. But in your weakness, you find your biggest strength. And that's when you have many conversations with God and yourself and um, you're finding more and more about yourself. Where is your desires? What do you want? And um, I think that I've learned that is the main lesson. Is, and I think I would like to tell that to all the listeners that please don't get sick um, before to open your eyes. I had to get sick to open my eyes but uh, it is actually so easy. Go one hour to the sea and swim and feel alive. Don't look at other people living their life. You must live your life. Make the best of it. Do things that make you feel good. And even if you're missing a breast or you're missing hair, it doesn't take away from who you are and what you believe in. And um, uh, it was scared in the beginning. Um, I, I, I have no prosthesis really uh, when you go surf or anything, but I have accepted this is who I am and this is part of my journey. Lovely. So well put, Delphine. Um, we're going to go to a song now, and this song is called Perfect Grace by Philippa Hanna. It is actually Delphine's selection, and when I was listening to it, I really could resonate with it. Uh, it is so beautiful to just hear the words. It's actually based on a common song, or, or at least a more a well-known song, but it's been turned into a gospel song uh, in terms of the lyrics. I think you'll be quite surprised, listeners, if you haven't heard it before. So here we go. Perfect Grace by Philip. I found a love for me. I'm gonna dive right in and follow your lead. I found love beautiful and 
never knew all of this time it was waiting for me. Cause I was so lost when I found your love, not knowing what it was broken until I saw your light. In the moment you made me whole, took me and let me whole. Now I am yours and you are mine. Oh, I, I was dancing in the dark when I saw your When my life was still a mess You saw something beautiful I don't deserve it But your grace is perfect tonight Well, I found a Savior Stronger than Takes my fears and I never fear I'm alone I found a savior To carry more than just my secrets To carry love and every burden in my soul And I was so lost when I found your love Standing against Is redeemed, a heart once in chains, now free, and I'm not afraid to testify. Jesus, I, I was dancing in the dark when I saw your open arms, barefoot on the cross, and now. Two guests um, that I'm speaking to, Martijn Immig from Surf 
ends surf school in victoria bay here in the garden route in south africa and delphine rubenheimer who is currently a student of martin's and she's telling her story in terms of her recovery period that she's going through still going through um with uh, from breast cancer but how she uncovered this beautiful um activity and gift of going back into the ocean due to a commitment she made with the family as part of getting back into life participating in life and not just being a bystander and so she discovered bodyboarding um, and she does that with them and this reconnection with the ocean so delphine you thank you so much for sharing that with us and about just putting it into perspective in terms of us living our life and not feeling embarrassed about being exposed with all our weaknesses and, and so forth. You also spoke about fear, the fear of, you know, holding back, not participating, not engaging in life, um, looking at your weaknesses rather than your strengths. How has this journey and if part of you know surfing and uh, bodyboarding um helped you to overcome that fear and other barriers of fear that you might have in your life yes, so one of my big fears was the big c <clears throat> and also one of my fears is public speaking which we are countering today <laughs> um so the c for me i think i uh, had a bad experience when i was younger in the sea and um, when I came to serve in school, um, to Martijn, and knowing what I knew with the journey of being sick all those days, and wanting to really, um, you know, not um, let my family or my commitment towards God and my family down, I went and I was very scared, but I also remembered the moment where I, must let go of my fear and this is what I've, i'm learning this is part of the journey that the fears are actually keeping you back from doing and living life because you mustn't think of what people think of you you mustn't think of what um, other people are doing you are you and you should be proud of you for who you are and what you are and when you're in the sea when martin takes you into the sea he was telling that earlier i'm part of the people but the big smiles it is so and you feel so energized and it's be, being part of earth being part of this environment it's not living outside it it's living inside it and being in the sea look when you sit on the beach it's nice to feel the sun on your skin but when you're in the sea in the ocean there comes such an energy from it and it's so uplifting so what any what Martin's vision, it's really so I'm I'm the product of it sitting here with a big smile. We were surfing this morning and it was a massive swell this morning and um, it was scary, but boy was it great when we got out. I, I I cannot stop glowing. It is an overwhelmingly great feeling, and I think this is what it was meant. So you overcome your fear. You become part of earth and life and yeah it is actually it is it's i wish it upon everybody i understand not everybody has the opportunity because they have to work from nine to five but if you have the opportunity even if it's an hour go try it it's wonderful 
it's don't get sick before you have to open your eyes towards things like this. Do it. Get up and go to the ocean. And even if it's swimming, it is great energy. When I hear you speaking, um, Delphine, there is a Bible verse that just came up, uh, uh, you know, to mind. And I'm just looking, trying to find it quickly now. It's from Job. Um, and I want to read it, actually, um, as I speak about it, trying to find it here. Um, here we go. It's, no, it's not the 38 one. It's Job 12, actually. Job 12, 7 to 10. Um, I had it here, but definitely linked to what you're saying in terms of appreciating the ocean, appreciating life, and not having, um, you know, your fears stand in the way of what you're doing. But there's also verse 84, 89, verse 4, and it speaks about God having made everything, having made the oceans, having, uh, you know, the water, and so forth. And it reads as follows. So this is Psalm 89, Verse nine, you rule over the surging sea. When its waves mount up, you still them. I want to repeat that. You rule over the surging sea. When its waves mount up, you still them. Psalm 89 verse nine. And you just spoke about your experience this morning about when the, the swell was a little bit rough, but just how energized you felt. And you know, in the mm -hmm. context also, it's a reflection of life. We go through those times when the waves are coming at us and it feels like we're overwhelmed, our situations overwhelm, and we are filled with fear. But if we let go, knowing whose we are and what we're here for, and that God is with us all the way, that he is the one that actually controls the waves. And in this, uh, um, in this component, waves being the metaphor of the troubles of life and the fears that we hold and so forth. Thank you so much, uh, Delphine, for sharing with us today. Um, you know, you, 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 you're so beautiful, beautifully also just spoke about the importance of connecting with your family. I also find that when people are sick, even before, you know, if you've disengaged, but when you're sick, there's a tendency to also pull away from your family and pull away from loved ones. You spoke about um, the counseling that you had with a social worker in encouraging you yeah. to stay connected. Yeah. What did that mean for you? How did that shift your perspective of what you were dealing with? Yeah, so I think, um, and going through treatment and being in lockdown and, um, you know, obviously when you lose a breast, um, it's, um, and you lose your hair and you're very vulnerable, it's difficult for the children to see you like that and for your husband and feeling as sick as I was feeling, I, I didn't respond so well to the chemos. I was really very sick. Um, um, I think it was difficult for them to see me like that. Um, and I had no energy left to give. I have a little four-year-old boy and I couldn't play with him anymore because I was just, I couldn't get out of the bed. That's how horrible I felt. And then you re realize that energy, just having a bit of energy, so it's become so dear. Obviously, it that also within the family, it's, it's really hard for the children to digest what mommy is going through. 
for the hus for my husband, it was very difficult to digest to see me so sick. He all of a sudden had to be mom and dad together for the kids, um, doing all jobs I would normally do because I couldn't do it. And then you know you have to have very good communication. And for that, we had to get help from the social worker to communicate our needs, our that we were all on the same page and that we were making this journey as gentle as possible for everybody. And that's how the surf came. My husband loves surfing and the sea and he's been a diver and the sea is very much part of him. And for he would like me to be closer to him, to embrace the sea more and because then we feel more connected so that's why i made the promise to him especially um to become more connected with each other again so awesome well listeners there you have it like delphine said don't wait until something happens for you to participate in life and for you to connect with your loved ones on a level that truly creates intimacy um, you don't have to wait for a tragedy or for some uh, something to happen in your life. Um, step out and step in now. We're going to go to another song now, and this one is called Who You Say I Am by Darlene Schecht. Who am I that the highest king would wear? But he brought me in all oh, his love for me All oh, his love for me Who the sun sets free Oh, is free indeed I'm a child of God Yes, I
Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. I am Ingrid Kylie Moses. Yes, I've got two guests with me this evening, Martijn Emick from Surf's in Surf School and Delphine Rubenheimer. And so we've come to that time of the program again where we need to wrap up. Um, and I'm going to ask my guest to give us some closing statements or comments that I'd like to share with the listeners. So Martin, um, what would you like to share with the listeners? Any closing comments, words, and invitation? Yeah, I just want to encourage uh, more ladies to, to break the mold and to change themselves. Because um, I think at the end of our comfort zones lies the greatest adventure of them all. So, yeah, I would encourage everyone to get out there and come surf or get out in nature and just um, yeah, experience, experience it for themselves. Lovely. And so how can the listeners get hold of you? With that strong, encouraging words, you must be careful. I hope you've got enough time in the day to take everybody out. But how can people get hold of you? Yeah, so we are on social media. We've got an Instagram account and Facebook. Uh, if they just type in surf ends, uh, they will definitely find us. Um, our website is still under construction, so it will be launched soon. And if they want to phone me or WhatsApp me, uh, my number is 083-68-7774. Thank you so much. There you are, listeners. You're welcome to contact Martin and uh, at Surf, Surf Ends, uh, 083-687-7774. Is that correct? Fantastic. Okay, yes. lovely. And Delphine, so being a student of Martin's and having gone through this experience, any um, final words or encouragement you would like to share with our listeners? I can only encourage everybody to come and join us in the fun because Martin really makes it fun. It makes you feel safe. You're safe in the water. If I can do it in my weakest moments, then you can do it. So come and have fun in the water. You're going to feel fantastic afterwards. And it is going to make you want to come back more and more. Because, and, and Martijn, he really, his whole grew, crew um, uh, that comes, they really make you feel at ease. So it doesn't, anybody can do it. Lovely. Thank you so much uh, for joining me this evening and sharing those encouraging words with the listeners. Yes, can I just add one more thing? Sure, um, please go ahead. People, yeah, a lot of people think they need uh, to bring or have their own equipment. We've got everything from wetsuits to surfboards to bodyboards, um, to, even to sunscreen. So <laughs> they can just bring themselves. Um, and in any size. Yes, yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Maybe can children also join? I know a lot about uh, your, your group in terms of the ladies. I've seen some pics on Facebook. I've seen some of my other friends have also joined you lately. Um, and I'll tag them in, you know, when the program is put onto the podcast. But can children also uh, come along? Yes, definitely. Yeah, we actually specialize in children. So we've got so many children that already surf with us every day of the week. Uh, so we've got lots of kid-sized wetsuits and uh, boards, so it's really safe for them as well. Lovely. So it's actually for everyone. It's for men, yes. for women, for families. Awesome. Thank you. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to close off with a prayer um, just to give thanks 
um, in terms of having you as guests on, on the program this evening, but also just to glorify God uh, in terms of what he does uh, through this particular activity and sport, uh, Martin, and then also, you know, just for what he's doing in your clients' lives as well. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this glorious opportunity to share with others, Lord, uh, the wonderful healing power of the ocean. Yes, Father, all things belong to you, heaven and earth, beings, all beings of all kinds. Father, this evening, you've just reminded us once again, Lord, that we are all connected, Lord, and that we need to have respect, Lord, uh, for the resources that you've given us. Father, thank you for the ocean. Thank you, Lord, for being able to enjoy the waters, Lord, in all its facets, just like it replicates our lives, Lord, the time when it's calm, the time when it's stormy, the time when it's a bit turbulent, Lord. But Father God, you are there through it all. Father, I thank you for the work that the team at Surf Ends is doing. I ask you to please bless Martin and his team, Lord. Bless them, Lord. This is their job, but Father God, it is so much more than a job, Lord. And I think that they realize that every day that they touch people's lives, Lord, through the clients that they connect with. Father, I ask you also to please protect them, Lord, when they are in the ocean. And for the clients, when they come, Lord, to just reconnect with, with the ocean and to to have a life-changing experience, Lord, to feel connected to you once again. Father, thank you that we have these resources at our disposal. And Father, we place it into your hands. Please be with Taufin also, Lord, on her recovery period. And be with her, Lord, as she shares her testimony, Lord, and overcome her fears, Lord, especially of public speaking and whatever else, Lord, she's still working on in terms of this journey to recovery. Father, we thank you for this ministry. We thank you for this radio station, Father, and ask you to please continue to bless us. And whomever gets to hear this program, Lord, whether it's on the radio or on podcast, please, Father, bless them too. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to play out now with a song called Oceans, Where Feet May Fail by Hillsong United. May you be blessed, dear listeners, until we connect again next week. God bless.
Oh, Lord. 